Welcome back to the rabbit hole, everybody. Looking forward to this one. It is my review of Ken Ham's next book, Already Compromised. The full title is Already Compromised. Christian colleges took a test on the state of their faith, and the results are in. He co-authored this book with Greg Hall, who was the president at Warner University, which is a university I am not familiar with, but that's beside the point. So right away, should you read it? No, God, please, no, no, no. So like I said in my review of Ken Ham's book, Gospel Reset, if you seriously read one article that they publish, and you now know everything about Ken Ham's theology. So let's dig into it, shall we? So the purpose of this book, pretty simple. They are outlining a major issue that they think is a major issue that is facing Christian colleges. Churches, and in this book specifically, Christian colleges aren't teaching a literal interpretation of Genesis 1 through 11. Like that's the whole thing. And they also talk about how parents can make the best decision for their young person in choosing where to go to school. And they do that by outlining the compromise that Christian colleges have made and are making. And they also specifically call out certain colleges that you should avoid, according to their opinion, obviously. When people make assumptions. So once again, like the previous book, and it seems like this is just a thing for Ken Ham. The reason they wrote this book was as a result of the survey that they sent out to several colleges. And actually, the list of colleges that they sent the survey to can be found on their website. I will link that link down below. All these things that contradict. All right, so here's the gist of the flow of the book. So they start off talking about how Christian colleges are compromised and how we as a church are at war. They then move into exploring the results of their survey and they highlight problematic areas. And then they end with kind of trying to help parents and young adults discern what to do about future education. Their conclusion is that you should only send your child to Christian colleges that agree with their theology. And by their theology, I mean the authors of the book vis-a-vis answersingenesis.org and Ken Ham specifically. At last, I am surrounded by people who get me, people who understand me and people who think like me. So don't send your child to a community college. Do not send them to a state school and do not send them to a compromised Christian college. Because if you send them to a compromised Christian college, man, you're really throwing them to the wolves and sealing their fate. And they'll come back home believing science. And who wants that? Explain to us why we should accept your word for it. So let's... Uh, dig in a little bit deeper here. So on pages 78 to 94 in the book, they talk about how the leadership within colleges disagree with themselves, and so that's creating uh, an atmosphere that is ripe for spiritual compromise. But the thing for me is, I don't really see how that's an issue. Because one of the values of higher education is in the variety that you have. You have people at college who have opinions that are different from one another, and you can hear their voices in the conversation, and it gives you a better, more full understanding of the topic at hand because you're hearing from different perspectives. But also, I don't see how it's an issue where the leadership disagree with one another because at the end of the day, someone calls the shots. Or to articulate what I mean here, so I'm the director of a young adult ministry. You've heard me say that a few times. And as a part of that, I have kind of a board of directors or overseers or however you want to say it. They're my board. And I know that there's people on my board that 
have views that are a little bit different than mine. I might talk about an idea that I think is good for young adult ministry. And then someone on my board might say, you know what? I don't agree with that. I don't think that's a good idea. But at the end of the day, I'm the one who has to make the decision. So it doesn't matter if someone disagrees with me. Actually, if they disagree with me, it might help better inform my own opinion. But still, that's beside the point. The fact is, just because we disagree, that doesn't mean the program's going to fall apart. And so all that to say is they go on for like almost 20 pages about how bad it is that leadership at Christian colleges don't agree on everything. And I'm sitting here like, I just don't see that as a problem. So I'm just going to skip ahead. I'm going to talk about the book overall. And actually, it's having a detrimental effect. One thing I really don't like about this book, it's something that's becoming very apparent in Ken Ham's writings as I'm reading these, is it definitely has a victim mentality. So this is what Greg Hall, the co-author of the book, says on page 139. So he's speaking in relation to the story of Stephen, who was stoned in the book of Acts. Stephen being someone who was a proponent of the gospel, and he was teaching the Jews about Jesus. They didn't like it, so they threw him outside the city, and they stoned him to death. Why was Stephen killed? It was because he confronted the religious leaders, calling them stiff-necked and pointing out their false teaching. Ken Ham is sometimes rebuked by Christians who don't like the way that he calls out compromising Christian leaders. They say the real enemy is the world, and we shouldn't be attacking our own brothers and sisters in Christ. But I don't think so. I think the real enemy is the compromise within the church. And, as we have seen too clearly, in the Christian colleges and universities that are already compromised. Do they attract drama wherever they go? Is it usually one-sided? No matter what, it seems like there's always someone out there mistreating them. This refusal to accept any responsibility of any wrongdoing, even in the face of evidence, may be a sign that they're purposefully trying to play the victim. When people disagree with them, when they argue with them, or when they just don't give them the results that they like, they just say, oh, well, you're all just a bunch of Pharisees. You don't really get the truth. We're just being persecuted because we're trying to teach the truth and you're just the religious elite trying to push us down. Stop it. Get some help. It's just annoying. Something else about the book that is very clear is they clearly have an ax to grind. Like they do not like Christian colleges and they're just trying to find something to freak out about. They are a hammer in search of a nail. So here's an example. This is from page 147. This is one of the questions that they asked the various Christian institutions. This is the question. What does it mean to be a Christian institution? 36.9% said the Bible guides us. 27.6% said we teach the Bible as literally true. 16% said we require Christian behavior. And 10.6% said we don't allow secular teaching. These are all good answers, but what's missing? Jesus. Hardly anyone mentioned Christ or even the gospel. It's just annoying. Like, this is a clear example of moving the goalposts. Because his whole thing, Ken Ham's whole thing, is about how churches, and in this book specifically, Christian colleges, aren't teaching a literal interpretation of Genesis 1 through 11. Like, that's the whole thing. And so here, he's given a response by Christian colleges that is actually mostly in line with what Ken Ham teaches, and he's still not satisfied. He's like, no, 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 no. The thing that makes you a Christian college isn't believing that the Bible guides us or that the teachings in the Bible are literally true, which are both things 
that Ken Ham harps on and on and on about. No, the real reason is you're not talking about Jesus enough. But I'm like, it's so rare in Ken Ham's books to even talk about Jesus. If anything, Jesus is mentioned like offhandedly. But okay, okay so this is sort of a sub point to an argument that I'm making in response to this quote from the book. Just saying Jesus as like, well, what does it mean to be a Christian institution? Oh, we believe in Jesus. That's already implied. You are a Christian college, Christ. Yeah, you're going to be about Jesus. Like That's like going to a local church and finding out that that local church, we believe the Bible. That's what every church says. Every church says we believe the Bible. Every Christian college is going to talk about Jesus. That's not saying anything. So that's just such a dumb point for Ken Ham to make. So I want to change gears again. I want to talk about some things that I actually find kind of amusing when I read the book. So on page 150, they're talking to young adults and they're trying to help young adults learn how to wrestle with their faith. And specifically when it comes to scripture, they say this. When something in God's word seems to contradict what fallible man is saying, and for those that aren't familiar, fallible man just means person capable of error, which is all of us. So when something in God's word seems to contradict what we're saying, then you do two things. You first of all go to the text and make sure you are taking it according to the genre and context. If you are sure that you are taking it as it is meant to be taken, and there's still conflict, then B, don't change or reinterpret God's word to fit with what fallible man is saying. You stand upon God's word and continue to research and seek answers. Ironic. It's also amusing that he also throws William Lane Craig under the bus. And for those who don't know, William Lane Craig is a pretty well-known Christian apologist. And a Christian apologist is just someone who defends the faith. And he's someone who has debated Peter Atkins, Christopher Hitchens, Sam Harris. He indirectly debated Richard Dawkins, and he did invite Richard Dawkins to debate him, but then Richard Dawkins just never showed up. And William Lane Craig really holds his own. Meanwhile, Ken Ham can't even find equal footing when he's debating Bill Nye. Something else that's amusing, the last chapter of the book is a call for unity in the Christian church. Ironic. Because Ken Ham is from a tradition, Christian fundamentalism, that is hardcore at gatekeeping. A fundamentalist only fellowships with other fundamentalists. For example, a fundamentalist won't use Casting Crowns because Casting Crowns is holding hands with Hillsong and Elevation Worship and they're modernist, and so we won't even touch you. And again, you can find more on what I mean by that by watching Jordan's and my videos on Christian fundamentalism. All right, final thoughts. I'm not giving this book a score. Don't read it, don't buy it, not worth it. This is torture. And that's going to be my review of Ken Ham's book, Already Compromised. If you liked this review, leave a like. Let me know your thoughts. Share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And I will see you next time. Are your kids and grandkids going to be on the Ark of Salvation? And I just want to note here, I couldn't find like a list of the results of the survey. I don't know why that is. I know in the book they say that they asked open-ended questions. I don't know if that means that they gave their survey to all these colleges and they sort of wrote like short essays or something. I could see not including those responses, but it seems like a lot of the questions that they draw from in this book were like yes, no questions or multiple choice. 
So I don't know why they couldn't at least include those responses. And I couldn't find them in the book. I couldn't find them on their website where they talk about this survey. I couldn't find them anywhere, which I just, I think is kind of weird. And I don't know if they're trying to hide something. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just saying it's weird. The only thing I could find was as a result of the survey, they came up with a list of approved colleges. So colleges that are safe to send your children to. They do have that on the website, as well as the list of all the colleges that they surveyed, which I do want to make this note here. They did survey Nazarene colleges as well. A couple of other things I wanted to mention. First off, in the appendix, Ken Ham goes after the documentary hypothesis, which for those who aren't familiar, the documentary hypothesis is a theory that the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, which historically are all attributed to Moses, that Moses wrote them all. But the documentary hypothesis theorizes that actually those five books are a collection from four different authors. And I don't know why Ken Ham just goes hard against that. Like, it just seems so specific like yeah in the scholarly world it is a thing that's out there but out of everything else ken ham could be going after why is he going after this in the appendix especially given the fact that his attempted refutation of that theory just falls flat on its face like i don't know of anyone who could take his arguments against it seriously like it's it's a joke the second thing is they include a questionnaire of 15 questions at the end of the book and this is a questionnaire that is intended for prospective students and also their parents that they should use when deciding what college to go to. So what they are supposed to do is take this questionnaire, go to whatever college they're considering, and I, I guess ask a faculty member or do the research themselves to figure out how that college would answer these questions. And these are some of the questions that the questionnaire asks. Is God triune? Like, do they believe in the Trinity? Do you believe Jesus Christ is the creator? Do you believe the days in Genesis are literal, approximate 24-hour days or not? Do you believe there are intelligent alien life forms? Where did that come from? Did God use a Big Bang? And there's 15 of these. Then what they do is they give a list of how a real Christian college would answer each one of these questions. And I guess if they don't answer the questions correctly, then that should be an indication that you don't go to that college. But again, the whole thing is this survey is built around Ken Ham's own particular theology. So like he's not really advocating that people go to a true Christian college. He's advocating that people go to a Christian fundamentalist college. And let's just be real. 16% said we require Christian behavior. 16% said we require, wait, 16% said that we require Christian Along with everything else he writes, he also goes after the documentary hypothesis. Hypothesis? 